I have been in ministry, as you know, for many years. And I will tell you, Evangel Heights Church family and friends, I don't recall being more excited than I am right now. Not because you're a great congregation, we're thankful to God for that, yes. But because of what God is doing and longs to do, not only in my life, but also in the life of this congregation as we move forward. And so today I'm going to share with you what I believe God is calling us to be about as the church of Jesus Christ and what God is calling each and every one of us to be about individually as followers of Jesus Christ who are declaring that we are disciples and we strive to be the disciples Jesus Christ is calling us to be. For a few moments on today, I want to preach from the topic, Breakthrough Prayer its foundation. Join me in a word of prayer. Loving and gracious Lord our God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart be pleasing to you, for truly you are our source of all. Amen. The Lenten season is behind us, and I'm not sure what you learned throughout your journey of 40 days being intentional about engaging with the Holy Spirit, identifying the fast that you should stop and the fast that you should begin. Last Sunday, we celebrated the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And someone may ask the question, so what difference does the resurrection of Jesus Christ make? And again, I'm so glad that you've asked the question. Because you see, as followers of Jesus Christ, we recognize that the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the foundation of Christian discipleship. Starting today, we will be launching a sermon series titled Breakthrough Prayer. It's part of the Breakthrough Prayer Initiative that has been designed and developed by the Reverend Sue Nilsen Kibbe. It is through this Breakthrough Breakthrough Initiative that I would suggest to you, and you can mark your calendars, that as we move forward as a congregation, we will no longer be the same because we will discover on this journey called Breakthrough Prayer, we will discover what it means to truly be the followers of Jesus Christ, empowered by the Holy Spirit to do the work that God is calling us to do and more importantly, for us to step aside and allow God to break through with God's hopes, with God's possibilities, with God's options. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. So let's continue. This sermon series will also be accompanied by a Sunday school class that will begin on next Sunday a Sunday school class that will be co-led by Deaconess Penny Krug, Mrs. Barbara Van Wetchel, and Mr. Rob Parker. This Sunday school class 
will lift up the importance of the Breakthrough Prayer Initiative. And the Breakthrough Prayer Initiative is not a replacement for any prayers that you may choose to offer up to God. No, it's an additive component. The Breakthrough Prayer Initiative is a request for God to break through with new possibilities, opportunities, hopes, and dreams without limits in our lives, and within the life of this church. It requires us to surrender ourselves to what God may unfold. I told you I'm excited because, you know, we try to figure things out. We, try to, we think we know what's going to happen next, but through the Breakthrough Prayer Initiative, we won't know what's going to happen next because, you see, we're going to ask God to do the impossible. We're going to ask God to provide us with God's hopes with God's possibilities, with God's opportunities. Prior to Friday's chili and hot dog dinner, there were people who prayed and asked God, break through. May your hopes and your possibilities be revealed through this chili and hot dog dinner you heard the report. There were so many people who came. You distributed the tickets, yes. God stirred up the hearts. And, and Evangel Heights Church family and friends, I would just suggest to you that just as you reached out to people about the chili and hot dog dinner, God is calling us to continue to reach out people to tell them about God as revealed through Jesus Christ. And we can do it. Yes, for, over the next several weeks, our focus will be on prayer, breakthrough prayer. In preparation for that, I would suggest to you that the gospel lesson provides us with several steps that we need to keep in mind as we prepare ourselves for this breakthrough prayer initiative, which, by the way, let me just say this to you. You already know this. We're not talking about a new that's coming through Evangel Heights, and in a few months, we'll forget about it. No. When we talk about a breakthrough prayer initiative, what we're saying again is we want God to provide us with God's hopes, with God's ideas, with God's possibilities as a congregation and also as individuals. Jesus found himself going to the temple and he was disturbed by what he saw because, you see, this temple, this house of worship where people were to gather to worship God, what he saw was that the behavior of the religious leaders had turned it into a commercialized experience. I would suggest to you that what really upset him was that where the Money was being changed, and, and where people had to gather to purchase the animals for the ritual, the sacrifices, that was the space where the Gentiles were to gather for prayer. How could they pray when they heard the signs, the sounds of the animals? How could they pray when they heard coins jingling? 
And so Jesus makes this pronouncement. My house is to be a house of prayer. Evangel Heights Church family and friends, whatever you forget about church, never forget this. The church of Jesus Christ is to be first and foremost a house of prayer. And not only is the church to be a house of prayer, whereby we continue to, yes, share with God what our concerns, our joys are, but at the same time, we are to say to God, after I lift up to you my agenda, oh God, break open, break through with your ideas, with your possibilities, with your hopes. We're listening, we're attentive, and we're going to be obedient to you. That's what's getting me excited today. Because you see, it's no longer about me, the pastor, or you, the people, trying to figure things out regarding the direction in which we should go as a congregation. No, God has already decided that what God wants us to do is to ask God, oh God, what are your hopes? What are your possibilities for this congregation? What are the opportunities? Jesus was upset because people lost sight. The religious leaders lost sight of the fact that first and foremost, the temple, the church, is to be a house of prayer. Which then means that when committees gather, first and foremost, it should be about prayer. When a church council meets, first and foremost, the focus should be on, God, what are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your desires? What are your opportunities for us? When the board of trustees gather, first and foremost, God, what are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your possibilities for us? As the board of trustees, when the finance committee gathers, oh God, what are your hopes? What are your dreams? What are your desires? What are your possibilities? You see, God wants us to break open our hearts and our minds to receive what God would share with us on this day. So Jesus is upset because the religious leaders who should have been showing the people how to live out their relationship with God through prayer, they had commercialized the house, the temple. I would suggest to you that in addition to the temple, the religious gathering of people, there's another temple that we need to think about, and that is our individual temples. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20 reminds us that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that dwells within us. And so just as Jesus reminded the religious leaders that the church is to be a house of prayer first and foremost, I would suggest to you that even today we need to be reminded that first and foremost, our lives of faith must center on prayer. That can be difficult for some people because... They're so self-sufficient. I mean, they don't need anybody nor anything else. Let's talk to God when, again, there's an emergency or a crisis. We can do that then. But no, 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 beloved, no, 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 no. As we move forward, 
as we embrace this Breakthrough Prayer Initiative, what we are asking each and every one of you is to not snack on prayer, but to feast on prayer. May prayer be number one in your lives. May prayer be number one in my life. Oswald Chambers, the great Scottish writer, once stated, we pray when there's nothing else we can do, but God wants us to pray before we do anything else. Yes. We know that when we, as followers of Jesus Christ, enter into this discipleship path that requires our praying, what we know is that we will become more like Jesus Christ. And that is the goal, that when people see you, when people see you, when people see you, they will not see you, the individual, first, but they will see Jesus Christ within you. By virtue of the way that you speak, by virtue of the way that you act, they will see Jesus Christ first. I will share with you as the author Sue Nelson Kibbe reminds us on this journey whereby we will incorporate prayer being central, breakthrough prayer in particular, there is a cost involved. What's the cost, Pastor? I'm so glad you asked. Keeping in mind the reason why we're on this journey, yes, is because we want to understand what God's hopes are, what God's possibilities are, what God's options are. We also know that a part of this journey requires us again to become more and more like Jesus Christ. What's the cost? The cost is that we're going to have to let go of some attitudes that we have. Judgmentalism, complaining all of the time. What's the cost, Pastor? Some cost I cannot share with you on today because I don't know your journey, but this is what I will assure you of, that whatever the cost is that Jesus Christ is asking you to pay, you will find that the rewards that awaits you because of your obedience to Jesus Christ is worth the cost. Yes, we're called to grow up and to become more like Jesus. And, and why the reason why I'm excited about this breakthrough prayer is because not only does it require you as a congregation, me as your pastor, but us individually to let go of being in control, oh Lord, but to allow God to break through into our lives so that those we come in contact with will have an opportunity to discover who God truly is as revealed through Jesus Christ. It's no longer business as usual. Several months ago, Reverend Sue Nilsen Kibbe was leading a workshop on the Breakthrough Prayer Initiative. And while she was speaking, there was an artist behind the scenes painting a picture. 
And at the conclusion of her presentation, the artist came forth with this picture. Do you see what's happening here? It went afterwards, you can come and look closer, but you'll see lips, teeth, people praying silently, verbally, right? But notice what happens also. It's the Holy Spirit who breaks through the walls of limitation. It's the Holy Spirit who breaks through with God's options, with God's possibilities, with God's hopes. That's what we desire as a congregation. We no longer want to have our own agenda, our own understanding of what we should do next. No, we want God to break through with God's hopes, with God's possibilities, with God's opportunities. And we prepare ourselves again by remembering that as the church is to be a house of prayer as individuals. First and foremost, our foundation is to be that of prayer. So we're not talking about you're just praying the words that you like to pray. No. No. We're talking about listening and being attentive to how God would have us to pray and then to pray. The book that will be utilized is called Ultimate Reliance. I'm going to encourage you to buy the book. I'm going to encourage you to attend the workshop on May 6th in Elkhart. For those of you who don't have a Sunday school class, I would encourage you to attend the Sunday school class to learn more about specific breakthrough prayer practices. Because you see, there are different kinds of prayers that can be prayed in order for a breakthrough to take place. I've been in ministry a long time. And I'm sure 10 years ago, I was excited about a, for an aspect of ministry. Oh, but Evangel Heights United Methodist Church you cannot begin to imagine the excitement that I have as your pastor, as your spiritual leader, as your administrator, as I think about the journey that we are about to embark upon, a journey that will bring about transformation, not only in our individual lives, but also within the life of this congregation. Glory be to God. Amen.